Hi, everyone. Um, I hope you're doing well and that you're having a good start to your week today. It's Thursday, February 15th at 6.55 p.m. The Bruins are about to play the Seattle Kraken. My throat just made a weird noise. And um, my partner in crime here, whose name is Lauren, I kind of just jumped the lead on that one but do do you do you want me to introduce myself yeah i'm trying to mix it up with my intro since you were a bitch about it last week (laughs) but i should have thought about it beforehand all right go ahead yeah you were going off the cuff and i guess it didn't really work no it didn't (laughs) all right well lauren as you guys just found out boss bruins hc on twitter not the head coach um as many people think Yeah, if I'm not Jim Montgomery, thank you. (laughs) Um, Great. Okay, well, (laughs) uh, we got a lot to talk about Um, today. What? God, my head hurts. (laughs) That's fair. Mine does too, honestly. Um, Well, it's been a weird week for a lot of reasons. We'll start with the news that just came out today, which is that Yarmo... um, Hekaninen. Please, God, tell me I said his no name. No idea right. how to say his name. Kekalinen. That's what it is. Um, the general manager for the Blue Jackets was relieved of his duties. The Blue Jackets have said they are looking elsewhere outside of the um, organization to find a replacement. Lauren, what are your thoughts on the Blue Jackets canning him? I think it was pretty inevitable. I was surprised. I, I'm surprised it happened now. I feel like it was going to happen in the off season. Um, but yeah, I, I really kind of feel like you saw this coming. I don't know. Is that is that going to save them? Uh, maybe it could start start something. I mean, we we've talked about it so many times, and everybody fucking talks about it. Is that it seems like every time the Blue Jackets are like, "This is the last piece we need." They're rife with young talent, and it still doesn't play out, um, which is just something I had to change, something I had to give, um, and I think this can only be a positive. I really don't think how much worse it can get, you know? You're at rock bottom. How much further can you go down? Um, so, I don't Peter know. What really. <laughs> it, uh... Uh, true. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I, I don't know how long it'll take them to find someone new or what will happen when they do, but Blue Jackets, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're fucking doing. Um, in other news, tonight, Connor Bedard will be making his return from his jaw breaking and surgery, um, against the Penguins. I don't think that he should be playing yet. Lauren, thoughts? I just hope that he feels like he is ready to play because I feel like there's no more dangerous of a game to play than one when you're scared. And like, like if if he's going to get checked tonight, like, is he going to be worried that he's going to get hurt? Because if you're worried you're going to get hurt, then you, you're, I feel like you more, most likely will. So I hope he's, uh, 
I mean, I'm sure he's very excited to come back on the ice, considering that's all he knows. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't have rushed it at all, like they tried to do. Yeah, and I, I do think a lot of it is Bedard himself. I think he... does, like, have an addiction to being on the ice, and he hates not being on the ice. But, I mean, we said it. It's just... You want to ho- you hope that there's staff who are being careful about it and can be there to be like, no, don't play. Stop. Because uh, we've seen it be a problem with the Bruins. We've seen it be a problem on a lot of teams where the players who are really committed to playing go to play um, and they're allowed to when they really shouldn't be. And so you don't, you don't see the staff sort of intercepting that, but look, if he's ready to go, he's ready to go. Connor Bedard, go, go off King. Okay. (coughs) Whoa. Whoa. What the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Beyond Bedard. They should make a TV show called Beyond Bedard. Um They probably will. Yeah, they probably will. It's just ESPN. <laughs> it's just uh it's uh Bedard and uh Pierre Maguire. <laughs> just talking it out. It'd be pretty good, honestly. Um But in other news, what has been a huge, huge fuss in the hockey world that I don't think we talked about it last week. I don't even know that it had happened, but Ridley Greg, although there's some debate about if it's pronounced Ridley Grieg, because on the pronunciation chart, it says Grieg. But for like uh, commentators, but all of the local Ottawa commentators, journalists call him Greg. So, but that's beside the point. But just so you know, I'm going to call him probably both interchangeably because I don't know. Because I've been calling him Greg, but now I'm trying to use Greg because that apparently I trust the people in Ottawa. And I don't know if you saw on Pete Blackburn's uh, What Chaos show where he calls in the middle and is like, Calls an Ottawa journalist, and the Ottawa journalist says it's Greg. So we'll go with that. Um, but Ridley Greg took a he's the 21 year old kid, rookie defenseman for the Ottawa Senators. He took a slap shot into the empty net. Um, that's really all there is to it. That's the description. And immediately upon that happening. Morgan Riley, who is not known for being this kind of player, cross-checked his head. Fortunately, Greg was okay. Um, But it just started this shitstorm on Twitter that was so annoying I could scream. But let's start at the base level of Lauren. What... How did you feel about the Ridley Gregg slap shot? And then how did you feel about Morgan Riley's reaction to it? Um, so my thing 
is if you're going to score an empty net goal, like, does it really matter how it's scored? Like, Olmark scored an empty net goal, right? Is that a bad thing? Should they have tried to fight the goalie? Like, I I don't know. It just Great doesn't point. make sense because why can't why can't he why can't he shoot a slap shot? I don't it 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 was gonna go in regardless. I think it's just a bunch of piss babies trying to make a big deal out of nothing. Um and honestly, yes. don't get into that situation if you you know just, just Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you <laughs> were down to the worst team in the league. Well, maybe the second worst, but worst in the East. And you they got an empty net goal. Their rookie defenseman got an empty net goal on you. Yeah. That's embarrassing in and of itself. Um but I agree. I'm on the I'm I'm on Ridley Greg's side in all of this. I think that he, if you score an empty net goal, do whatever the fuck you want. And if the Leafs have a problem with it, I mean, my biggest thing and I say it all the time, I've said it about Everybody hates it, like when there's a dirty hit in a game. I have always said, you know, like the, the Charlie McAvoy one is the example that I use and that I used the last time we talked about something like this, which was after the hit on OEL, he was suspended, but not too long after that, maybe a month later, they played the Panthers again. It was their first time playing the Panthers since that hit had happened. And everybody on the Cats was gunning for him pretty viciously in their hits. It's my belief, but I know people who are big on old school hockey disagree. If I agree that that part of the game is players policing themselves, I think that the way to do that is to drop the gloves. I think if you want to do it, do it, but it's silly and dangerous to take these hits that put someone else at, at risk of getting hurt and then the person doing it at risk of getting suspended. Like, to me, that's the most reasonable thing. So I wouldn't have even had any issue. I mean, I still have a little bit of an issue, but less of an issue if Morgan Riley or somebody else on the Leafs had gone to fight Ridley Gregg. First of all, he's a little kid. You probably would have won. You don't have any reason to cross-check the side of his head, blindsiding him out of nowhere. So again, I don't care if the Leafs felt like they had to respond. I still think it's stupid that they did, but I, fine, if you want that to be the case. But I just don't see any point in adding these inherent risks to an already very dangerous game, or adding these risks to an inherently dangerous game, because it's, somebody's going to get hurt, and we're lucky really Greg didn't get hurt. That I think said, it's funny, I think it's oh, funny that he chose to do this or to make that play in a game that literally allows fighting. Like yeah. it, it, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me why like, and, and everybody who was trying to defend the play online was, was saying like, they wouldn't, they didn't understand that he could have just fought the dude. Like it's, it's not, I don't know. I, I just thought it was so, insane how people responded and the idea that an empty net goal regardless of how it was scored deserves a potential you know a hit to the head a potential concussion anything like that is absolutely insane to me but I mean hey 
I get it. They're pissed off because the Maple Leafs haven't been, you know, great. And but maybe that's something that you address in practice and not, you know, trying to behead a dude. Right. Yeah. I and and again, you know, same thing we saw with Charlie McAvoy or any other player who does a dirty hit in a game. I'm fine if that carries over and into the next game you want to. Um Joey Decord's kind of cute. <laughs> I Don't love think? Joey. Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. I love his I love his mask too. Yeah. Um at any rate, I uh sorry, I just came up on my screen, y'all. You'll hear some intermittent commentary from me about the game. Uh but damn, Dave Hackstall's kinda hot. Okay. Isn't he? Don't you think? Okay. A little bit. Okay. No, that's that's a that's he, a grandfather. It's Silver Fox thing going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. You know, you know who's really hot? That Jim Lundquist. Montgomery. <laughs> Jim Montgomery is adorable and I love Jim Montgomery. No, um, Henrik Lundqvist? Yes. Yeah. And he well, was so one he, of the ones who yeah, said so that it it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that aspect of it. So in addition to everybody on Twitter freaking out, commentators have been saying their piece. Hank Lundquist, very well respected, um, exceptional goaltender, um, said that he didn't care. He said, I, you know, I had no problem with Ridley Gregg doing that. Um, and he, he said he understood Morgan Riley's frustration because, you know, it hurts your plus minus to get scored on an empty net. But however you score it is the same. And he was very blunt in that regard. Um, Lauren, thoughts on Hank Lundquist? Uh, that man can't do wrong. Uh, he can't. He's so right, though. Um, and also, yeah. <laughs> the plus minus thing is so funny because... That's so douchey. Like that's well, that's douchey as fuck. If that's why Morgan Riley was so upset, that's douchey as hell. No, he's just stupid. And, and, and now, and now been... you know what? He, he he gets to sit for it, and as he yeah. should. And I was never a Morgan Riley hater, but this sort of made him gave him this villain persona right now in oh, my yeah. head, which well, already that, I like, going after a young player <sighs> is like immediately for some... red flags. For something I think is objectively stupid. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. So, in the end... Oh, well, you know who else wanted to give their two cents? Because he has to give his two cents on everything all the time. Um, uh, fellow Maple Leaf Ryan Reeves. <laughs> who said, he'd still be laying out there on the ice, you know, back in my day when I joined the league. First of all, you joined the league in 2010... <laughs> that was not that long ago. Like, uh, we're not, this isn't like you came in when, like, they were playing with fucking no helmets and shit. Bro uh, played against Bobby Orr. Yeah, like, he's acting like it. And you're right, Ryan Reeves is old as fuck. Um, oh, that was a trip, your honor. <laughs> but Ryan Reeves said that, and then in hilarious fashion lets the Aussie Brit from the St. Louis Blues absolutely clock him, 
and he doesn't do shit about it. Hits him pretty high up. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was a dirty hit, but hit him high up. Ryan Reeves just went with it. Um, and it was really funny seeing a lot of people in the comments like, oh, if only Ryan Reeves was on their team. Oh, wait. You know, like, because here's this guy, you're all talk. And I just kept saying, you know, Ryan Reeves always making up these hypothetical scenarios in which he's an actual hockey player and plays in actual <laughs> hockey games. But he doesn't do that very often. So unless he can start beating people up from the press box, I don't care what oh, he has to say. Listen, if Ryan Reeves goes after him at any point, I will be, I will fight him myself. Like if he like, goes after Ridley Gregg. Yeah, if, she, if he goes after Greg, I will be so, so annoyed with him because that's just weird. I like, and any, I think, I don't know, maybe this is like the soft, like, ability, like the, I don't know how to say it, like the goldfish, like, mentality that you're supposed to have as a goalie. I feel like you don't really, I never really carried over any harsh thoughts towards even like the girl who gave me a concussion like the only thing i wanted to do was beat her like i didn't want to kill her like i didn't want to beat her up i wasn't like well if i was on the ice um yeah it's just i don't know i i don't think that i feel very i i don't think i respond very well to any ideas of retribution because i just like, if you want to fight him, fight him, and then it should be over. Like, if it really matters to you that much to keep it going. I don't know. I just, 100% I just don't care no, for I'm, it. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. I, I, I especially, and I understand in the sense of, like, I'm sort of playing both sides of this. Oh, Pavel Zaka, what a shot. Didn't go in, but, yep. We are at different points in this broadcast. <laughs> Where are you at? How much time? <laughs> um, I'm at fifteen fifty right now. Oh, I'm just ten seconds ahead. Okay. Um. So, but what I was gonna say is that I'm. I know I'm kind of playing both sides because I'm. On the one hand, I'm like, if NHL player safety is going to continue to suck at their jobs and just roll a dice to decide how many games people are suspended for then I understand a little bit more this need for players to police the game. A, I think that, that the solution there is pretty simple. Oh, Bruins scored. Um, sorry for the spoilies. I think it was pasta. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh my god, wait. That was a good initial save, though. I know. Couldn't clear that it, sucks. though. Always, always hate when you make a good save and your team just can't do anything in front of you. Pasta really celebrated that one. I wonder if there was something significant. Well, he he got hurt last game, right? I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure it goes off a Kraken player um, when it actually goes in. It might. At any rate. um, Oh, well, now he's tied with Kucherov for. um, Yeah, it does. I think it does go. Yeah. Off a yeah, of a Kraken player. Um so but at the same time that I say that, I still think that there's a way to police the game and players to police the game. 
in a way that is not so destructive and dangerous. Yeah. But that's just that's my a, opinion. That's yeah, that's the that's the problem that I have with like people who do say that the players should be allowed to police themselves because they can't control themselves genuinely. So, if we're going to have a bunch of guys who can just fight each other, start policing themselves and we're going to see so many more injuries and concussions right. and stupid shit that just shouldn't happen if, you know, the people who are in charge of handing out suspensions actually do their job. Yeah. To be honest, I was just happy that he he got a suspension. Yeah. So I was going to say my favorite tweet to come out of the situation was some guy. Uh, I don't even remember who it was who said um, initially when I saw the Morgan Riley hit. I thought five games was reasonable, but after seeing Leafs fans' reactions to it, I think he should get 50. <laughs> uh, and he's still real for that. Um, but yeah, in the end, Morgan Riley was suspended for five games. Um, after an in-person hearing, he is appealing it. Good luck with that one. Um, but it is what it is. I think it's reasonable. Um for that amount of time, you know, compared to some of the other hits we've seen that have resulted in suspensions. Uh, but speaking of the Department of Player Safety and doing things that are silly and ha ha he he. During the Bruins game, uh, who was it that fell and really unnecessarily shoved Linus Olmark? I don't know somebody... how to say his name. Oh, what? Whose name do you not know how to say in the lightning? <laughs> that I've never seen it written out before. H- who? Um, Isamont? Oh, it's Isamont. Yeah, that's how you say his name. Isomont. You didn't. You you didn't know how to pronounce Isamont? No. Have right. you ever seen it written out? Yeah, on the back of his fucking jersey, bitch. <laughs> Bro, I don't. I'm not- you think I've ever said this man's name before? Oh, Pasta almost got another. Um, that's not how we say eyes in my uh, in my profession. <laughs> well, uh, whatever. So, Isomont fell into him and definitely gave him some extra shoves. At which point, Linus Olmark, because nobody on the Bruins can fight for shit, apparently, um, took it upon himself to as he's getting up, kind of swing down his stick and made contact with, I think, the back of Isomont's helmet. Um, and Linus Olmark was fined $5,000. Thoughts, Lauren? I was fine with it. I'm not going to lie. Because he did, he did swing at him. And if I'm going to say that people hitting each other, hitting people in the head with sticks... Is wrong, then I need to also condemn him for doing it too. I mean, he, it wasn't. He kind of pulled back, so I think he realized what he was doing and then kind of stopped midway. But he still did it. He so, did, and I I think that that's a scenario in which Watherspoon just had a massive hit. Watch the replay. They're gonna show the replay in a second for you. In the ten oh, that was a good hit. Right? That's a great hit. Good for him. For... You know, I, I did see, I saw a stat that the Bruins are, like, third in the league. Oh, yeah, like, hits. yeah, and it's, like, some of the most hits we've had in a season in, like, yeah, a very long time. 
I did see that. Um, might have been. I don't remember who posted it. Might have been Ty. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think that Isomot still should have gotten a beat up by somebody on the Bruins, and B should have seen a fine as well, just because of yeah what he was doing. But look, I'm not the Department of Player Safety. If I was, yeah, things would well, make more sense. I think I could see someone thinking that he was pushed. He wasn't really pushed. Um, you shouldn't make that play regardless because um, he was literally in the crease, and that's one of the things that we argue about all the time uh, with like yeah. the whole goaltender interference thing. Um, so I just – I it, it bothers me because – He's he's what he's fined five thousand dollars, which is you know the same, literally the same punishment that Truba got for like batting. Oh yeah, stick at Frederick using Trent Frederick's yeah, so, head as a baseball. So like, so now those are the same in your eyes. Like, okay, okay. I disagree because yeah. he bar- Olmark didn't really get him that very well, to be honest. No, he didn't. Um, I, I don't know. I'm that pretty it's what sure he, he got the side. Yeah, like, he I'm did. pretty it sure he just, just like, grazed. Yeah, and Isomal was fine. But, to be fair, but can't condemn one without con- condemning the other, right? Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah, it was Olmark. I get it was, you know, standing up for himself, but you know, nobody can say ever that. Linus Olmark is like a, a a dirty player. Guy. Right, like a dirty player. He's not a Jordan Bennington. Sure, you can point to the Matthew Kachuk thing from last season, but that was deserved. <laughs> that was um, nothing. And I like when he's got a little fire in him. I think it's good for him. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's that's the news in the Department of Player Safety. Brad Marchand going to get a shorty, maybe? No. Um. Other news around the league i burped um proud of you that's a weird thing to say you're welcome uh oh recently found out that columbus oh oh will host detroit in the 2024 or in a 2025 outdoor nhl game uh set for march which is pretty cool um, they have done it. Oh, fuck you, Kraken. Aren't they trying to trade Eberly? Watherspoon and Lindholm. That's a matchup I don't ever want to see. Oh, fuck. Jeremy Swayman didn't know where it went. He does that a lot. Not know where it went? Yep. <laughs> he loses um, as I was saying, though, uh, a couple years ago, the Winter Classic was at the Big House. Or I don't even know if it was the Winter Classic, but it was at the Big House. Um, and the Detroit Red Wings hosted it. But it's cool that now it will be at the, they call it the shoe, because it's kind of shaped like a horseshoe. I think that's stupid. It's smaller than the Big House, but I get it. They got to do it because they did the Big House already. Um, but cool that they're playing into the matchup of Michigan v. Ohio State by having it be the Red Wings against the Blue Jackets um, at Ohio State's football stadium. Uh, I thought thought Jim Montgomery was challenging the goal, but he, he did not. 
Um, uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, did I get in front of you? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but other news: trade rumors are flying. We're now just a few weeks away from the NHL trade deadline. Things are looking weird. Um, you know, you know, another thing that we can talk about. I know we talked about it briefly last week, but I think that it bears repeating now after the. LA's got blown the fuck out by the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Seven to nothing. Yeah. Um, I look, I've been defending him since day one. I think he's a good dude in real life. I think it's the PLD effect. Mm. I really do. I don't see another explanation for how this happened, especially when valid. the Jets. When the Jets got so good, despite losing who was arguably their best player. Although Kyle Connor is now tearing it up. Um, but the Kings are like, let me see where they are in their last 10. Uh, they are 3-5-2 in their last 10. Um, they are now still barely hanging into the playoff picture. I mean, like the current play up, playoff picture. Um, but, I mean, they just have not looked good, and I just don't think that PLD will ever be able to beat the locker room cancer allegations, and this was his chance. This was his chance. Yeah. I don't know. I, what do, what do you think, think? I think you may, you make a good point. I mean, at some point, a trend stops just being a trend. And it has yeah. to be, like, factual. Yeah, um, and, and you know, people on the Kings, like we said last week, have been vocal about it, you know, saying that they feel like there are people on the team who are playing for themselves, and that has been a common criticism of PLD on other teams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which which I guess is fair. You don't, you don't often see a 26-year-old guy with as much talent as he is get bounced around three teams by the time he's 26. Um but here we are. Uh, whatever. Look, the king's sucking no sweat off my back. Um, but it is unfortunate given how much promise I think they had. But I love to see the Jets succeed. I like the Jets. Um, so that's been cool to watch. Other news. Back to the trade deadline. Apologies that I got on a little tangent there. Um some of the biggest people that are looking like they might be selling are uh, Philadelphia Flyers um, who have a lot to work with. Obviously they're in a pretty, um, what's the right word for this? Uh, Deserved need of a goalie. Um, That said, I know that Lawton's name has been thrown out. Um, I know that other people's names have been thrown out, but Scott Lawton's the one I keep seeing pop up, which is would be a big blow, I think, to Philadelphia as a team, their culture. But speaking of, they did just announce their leadership team. They were playing captainless since the departure of uh, Claude Giroux. I believe it, they were the whole time. Um, but they officially announced that Sean Cotier is their new captain. 
uh, and their alternate captains are Travis Konechny. Travis Konechny and Scott Lawton remains an alternate captain, um, as he was before with uh, Coutier. Um, but, I mean, it's interesting to see the Flyers have been able to have this much success without a uh, captain, not that... Oh, I'm right. They didn't have. They haven't had captain since t- March 2022 when they traded Drew. Um, Lauren, anything else you want to say before we get into some other? No, no. I mean, I saw a lot of discourse about the captaincy, and I think it was a pretty, pretty solid choice considering the longevity of him. Um, I don't think. I mean, I. I don't know. When I look at the team, I don't know how good that locker room is but um, yeah with torts i mean hey but they put yeah. out that they, they put out that propaganda of them <laughs> doing choo-choo train out on the yeah, ice i'm, I'm sure That's i'm the sure only they thing. do that every day it can only be propaganda i'm sorry there's just no that was, way that was that was the only uh open practice they ever had <laughs> now they just uh Everything else is shut down. No media, no fans. Yeah, I, uh, I look. I mean, I keep saying bad things about the Flyers, and they keep surprising me. Um, Torts is a the Flyers are a great man. hockey team. <laughs> they are a great hockey team. I'm Was that to what's the joke? Put the jinx on. Oh yeah, the Flyers are so good. I think they're gonna win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Watch that happen now. <laughs> Clip it. We weren't joking. Yes, we were. Yeah, no, we weren't. Yeah, I hope you all take that bet. Um. At any rate, uh, I don't think any trades happened or anything. Um, an interesting thing that came out though uh, was a leadership group. I literally see Richard, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I've. <laughs> I've never seen him before in my life. You could put any face on him, and I'd be like, yeah, that's him. Um, but there was an interesting thing that came out. <sighs> Grace Young. An interesting thing that came out uh, from Calgary. The leadership there, I forget who, which player it was exactly, but was pretty... Um, poignant uh when asked about um that wasn't the right word to use there but i don't care when asked about um the departure of because obviously the flames have been sellers um and he indicated that without saying the name but what was very clearly i think elias lindholm said people were vocal about not wanting to be here so we got rid of them Lauren, does that impact your perception of a player if it comes out after the trade that they were vocal about not wanting to be there? I know we talked a little bit about it more in a different light with the Cutter Gauthier situation. Um, but I don't know. What does that does that impact? You know, you see a lot of people hate PLD because of it. Um, obviously, people hated Cutter Gauthier for it. What are your thoughts I on think- it? My main thing is I would rather a player be somewhere they want to be than not. And then just thinking about if when this person is on a team 
that they they don't like they're not playing up to their potential shit like that like they're not adding much to the team if they're not all in it so why keep them around um right. i think it's beneficial for both parties to get rid of someone like that yeah um, and the flames have been doing okay uh yeah in the, I, in the aftermath i mean markstrom's on a tear they really have not looked worse without Lindholm, which you would think yeah. would be the case. Um, but also, how how often, how easy is it to hear about other teams taking you or trading for you all the time? Like, does I wonder how much that plays into it. If you hear all the rumors all the time, right. they're shopping you, they're doing this, they're like, they know that you're a piece. Like, yeah, that's going to be moved. yeah. Like, how how much does that? bother the team how much does it bother the player does a player think they don't think much of me so i don't think much of the organization shit like that yeah i i agree i think that and i'm i'm the same way and i know people get pissy about it that's the same reason i just didn't hold it against pld ever that he wanted to leave because i mean now i kind of do because it sounds like he brings the bad vibes everywhere he goes but um you know, when when a player doesn't feel like it's a fit, I agree that, you know, it's one thing if you're, like, wanting to get out because your team sucks and you don't want to contribute to their success. That I would make me a little bit more upset, but that's not the vibe I got about the Elias Lindholm thing. The vibe I got was more that he had been there, he wasn't happy there, he just didn't want to be there anymore, and so he left, um, which is perfectly fine. Now he's been successful with the Canucks, and I think that... Um, Kuzmenko's been good for them. And I saw a quote from, uh, I forget who it was on the Flames. They were asked about, you know, what's it like having Kuzmenko around? Uh, and their response was like, he's a silly, goofy guy or something. Like, he's a silly guy. He's goofy. I think that's hilarious. I just love that that's the vibe he brought um, to the team. But speaking of the Canucks, Lauren, do you know what I'm going to say? I don't know. We have pictures of boots on the ground, and by boots I mean skates on the ground, of Phil Kessel skating at the Canucks facility in a Canucks shirt gear. Yeah. Is it happening? That That would be the piece that they, that would be the tipping point for me. That's now they're Stanley Cup champion in my mind. Yeah, that's all. It's yeah, good. that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it yeah. would be awesome if it happened. I like Phil Kessel. Who doesn't like Phil Kessel? One of the like most Phil successful the American players we've Bring seen, back. and the, the longevity, obviously, the Iron Man streak. He is a great player, um, and I'll power to him if he's going to sign with the team who has a shot to win the Stanley Cup. I love to see that. Um, I think that would be so interesting. I'm just trying to think of a team with Phil Kessel and Quinn Hughes. Phil Kessel working under Quinn Hughes. Yeah, Quinn Hughes as the captain. This 23-year-old over here is your captain. Uh, Yeah, that's... It is going to be... But hey, if it happens, I think that's awesome. Good for the Canucks. Like I said, I like Phil Kessel. I want him to have the chance to continue to succeed. Um, well, Lauren, you know the other thing we have to do? 
So we have to choose a team to do Kiki Booba oh, for. Damn it. You gotta you got you're gonna have to get with the program. Although we did get a request. Somebody wanted us. Oh, uh, somebody uh said they were upset that we didn't talk about uh J- they we won't they wanted us to give our Kiki or Booba for JJ Paterka, who I just didn't say when we were doing it. Um, oh. He's Booba. Yeah, I could see that. I think that makes sense. JJ Paterka, first of all, is super cute. He looks like a little baby. Um <laughs> and I think he's Booba. Uh M also threw out in our in our responses that Pookie does not equal Booba. I agree, but when I said that last week, I was saying it more because Lauren is really struggling with the concept of Kiki and Booba, so I'm trying to translate it as closely as I can. The translation is not perfect, but it, I think it at least helps her grasp a little bit more that when we're talking about Booba, it's often someone else. They, they often will go hand in hand with each other. They might not always, but they do sometimes. Like, I think Trent Frederick is Kiki, but he is Pookie. You know what I mean? So, I don't, it, I don't understand. I don't know how you remember the things that you say week to week. I really what do you, don't. What do you mean? Like, how did you remember that you said that? That I said that a booba was like. Because I was, I, I read that question or whatever, and I was like. I was like, what? Did I say that? I mean, I probably wouldn't have remembered it off the top of my head, but M saying that reminded me that. I don't remember anything that I say. Yeah, that's concerning. Uh, but what do you, what do you <laughs> anyway, um, let's do, I don't know, what team do you want to do? You Should we do last the week. Kraken? No, we don't do the Kraken. They're right here. <laughs> oh, almost a goal. Um... Yeah, let's do the Kraken while we're sitting here watching this this Bruins Kraken game. Um. All right, Kraken roster. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think we might get a Kiki goalie out of this one. Really? Oh, this is this this would be a big moment. All right, let's uh, let's start with the uh, the go blue kid, Maddie Beneers. Also the mask kid. Mm. I think he's Kiki as fuck. I was gonna say Kiki. Also, he's definitely not six two. I know that that's what he's listed as. That that is not true. As somebody who saw him very frequently, stood beside him, that is a lie. That is a dirty lie. He's probably like five eleven, six two with skates. <laughs> Uh, and I am not joking. Um, but I think he's Kiki. Um, how about how about Burkowski? Kiki. Yeah, I think he's Kiki. Eberly looks like a soccer player in his picture. What is it? Oh. Doesn't he? Yeah. He just giving me like <laughs> soccer player vibes. Yeah. He gives uh, uh would hold knee while fall while falling and crying to a Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, what do you think, Everly? Everly Kiki or Booba? I'm Kiki, I guess. I'm gonna keep going with it. This one is tough for me. The Everly one I agree about Kiki, but Yanni Gord. Mm, booba. 
one is so close for me. He he really toes the line. <laughs> but I'll I say, think he look. I think he looks like the emphasis of Booba. Yeah, once I see his picture up close, yeah, he's Booba. Very <laughs> Jim Halpert vibes. And that's Booba. What a name Yanni Gore is. One it's a good name. Ho- one of the best hockey names, I think. Did you see who's the uh Oh, who's the kid who plays for from Nor- uh, Northeastern? North yeah, what's his name? Uh, what Fontaine? Oh, what's his name? W- w- wasn't it like Gunner? Yeah, it's like Gunner something. It's, Gunner it's, Wolf Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm just gonna pull it up because he's got the most outrageous name and and yeah, it's yeah Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Yeah. Yeah, that's the fucking. And he's just from Rhode ever. Island, you know. <laughs> like he's just an American kid. Um, when awesome. I have children, I'm gonna give them the most insane hockey names. Yeah, and then so they have like, to play. They they just like won't play. Like, <laughs> yeah, they won't play. That'll go to waste. There are some good hockey names, but I think Yanni Gord is one of them. Gunnar Wolf Fontaine or Gunnar Wolf Fontaine is also a phenomenal one. Um, all right. How about how about Yamamoto? Oh God. Um I I don't I feel like he's he toes the line for me. He, I think honestly, he's a little more kiki. I think he's a little more booba, but he is very close. Oh. I think he's on that line, you know. Um how about Alex Wenberg? Very booba. handsome man. No, he's kiki. No. Yeah. No and I no think way. he's pretty far kiki. No, you're a liar. Jesus. All right, how about how about uh, Jared McCann? Sorry. Um, Kiki. Yeah, I see that. I'll say Kiki as well. How about Ty Cartier? The rookie kid. Booba, for sure. You see that picture? Yeah. Oh, he's so booba, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hair? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that goofy face. Yeah, he's blue. 2001. Jesus fucking Christ. That's not as bad as when we were looking at the Sabres one and there was a 2005. Shut the fuck well, up. You were born two months um, before 2001, bitch. Okay, and? Okay. <laughs> the <laughs> I hope you shut up. No, she's gonna change my display name. Damn no, it! No, I'm not that. I should have though. That would be funny. That would be a good moment. All right, let's let's go to the defense in here. How about Dumoulin, the main kid? Oh, uh, Kiki. Agreed. He also looks like a soccer player. Vince Dunn, the racist. <laughs> oh God, um, Kiki. <laughs> Yeah, he's just because I don't, I don't want him to be booba. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that privilege. Uh, Will Borgen? Mm-hmm. Booba. He's booba to me. He's big booba. Adam booba? Larson? <laughs> um, With the fucking Kiki. bowl cut? Kiki? Kiki? Yeah, he's. I think he's close, but yeah. Uh, all right, how about Alexia? You see how good I'm. Do you see how good I'm doing right now? Yeah, you, you're killing it. Not that there's a correct or incorrect answer. Um, how about Alexiak, who is six seven? 
didn't know that. What the fuck? He's huge. That's tall. It's like my ceiling. Yeah. Um, it's like your ceiling. Your your ceiling is six seven. It might be. That is. You want to come, yes. come measure it? I live in a no. hotel, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, still. Uh, still. All right. What did you say about Alexiak? Uh, I think I said Kiki. Kiki. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Kiki. Um. All right. Now we're at the. I didn't know that Decord was from Boston. Actually. Um. Now we're at the goalies. Mm-hmm. Joey Decord. Booba. Yeah. He kind of looks like Alex Lyon. Do you think so? Let me look yeah, at if you open if you look at his, his headshot. Uh, he, he does. Uh, sure, if you say so. Alright. Grubauer? Kiki! Yo. Oh, this is tough for me. Come on. I guess I would agree. He is the most German-looking man, first of all. Oh my god! Like for real? Yeah, I'll go Kiki on that one. That's that's the first goalie Kiki we've had. That's impressive for Grubauer. Not uh, not really what you expect with the goalies. Um. All right. Well, believe that that's everything. Really, the big news to cover. Um. Now. Don Granado asked us, how would you fix the Buffalo Sabres? Fix the Buffalo Sabres. I mean... Do you want, do you want me to fix the Buffalo Sabres? I can. Do you, yeah, I was going to say, Lauren, put Lauren in net, honestly. They did just have to call up uh, some people because uh, Uko Pekalukin well, and UPL with, just got hurt. Yeah, he's dealing with some. But shout out, shout out to you for saying that name because I can never say it. Uko Pekalukin? I love saying his name. He's got a great <laughs> name. That's another great name. I don't know this necessarily like a good hockey. Oh no no no! Name. It's a great name. It's a great yeah. name. Trust, but um, I and can't to be say able to have U- to have UPL, that's a great nickname too. Um, so good. Just replaying the fucking goal. Fuck the Kraken. Um, all right, but you know, before we get into more questions, actually, but uh, how do we fix the Sabers? This is gonna be a while. I don't know what the problem is. Um, you work on the power play. You realize that their five v five isn't actually that bad, but they, ju- they and also you realize that they need a better coach and a better assistant coach. Period. But they have their goalie Period. is very good. UPL is constantly underrated and has been blamed previously. And somebody tweeted and and I agree that they can't do what they did with Allmark, where they undervalued him and sold him pretty low. Um. You know what they have to do? They have to kill the goalie carousel that they love doing so much. Yeah. Keep two goalies up here. Gain. Let them grow and gain their confidence. You're not gonna. If you're not gonna get anywhere this year, that's fine. But stop putting them through the ringer for no reason. If you don't think Levi should be in the NHL right now, keep him in the AHL where he can develop and not just get scored on twenty four seven because your defense sucks. Okay. Yeah. Um I I 
I agree. I, I don't know what's wrong with the Buffalo Sabres because, again, I, I see a lot of the same problems we see with the Blue Jackets where it's like, on paper, they're just, I mean, defensively not great, but on, on paper, like, their offensive power is pretty good. And and even defensively, I mean, you have studs like Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin, uh, and yet you still are struggling because um, I guess pairs after that are not great defensively, but, uh, <laughs> and I just want Jeff Skinner to make the playoffs. Is that too much to ask for? Once in his career. Yeah. He's so cute. I love Jeff Skinner. <laughs> Who doesn't love Jeff Skinner? He is one of the I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you're like steering the boat on that one. Who, who doesn't like Jeff Skinner? Find me one person who doesn't like Jeff Skinner. He's very likable. There's gonna be there's gonna be someone who comments under. Somebody's gonna tell us. Like Jeff Skinner, yeah. And and I don't care. Um, <laughs> you're wrong. But before we get more into these questions, there is a story that needs to be told on this epi because Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, as promised, can you please tell the story about how you found out your ex boyfriend was cheating on you via the popular video game from COVID? Among us. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's hear it. I, I Listen, I didn't expect to have to say this, but I don't want to tweet it out. Um, and I'm going to make people listen to our podcast to hear it. True. Give us a tip. I am, I think, maybe a freshman. So, no, 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 no. I'm a sophomore. I think. Yes. And so, mid-COVID, right? I had met, well, before, no, God, my timeline's fucked up. Okay, end of freshman year, when COVID happens, I meet this exchange student, right? And we started talking. It was fine. Hung out. We were friends. He was from Switzerland. And so, we started to talk more and... He liked me. I liked him. He asked me out. Blah, 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 blah. He was supposed to come back the next semester, but because of COVID, that didn't happen. So we were doing like the whole long distance thing, which was kind of more of like a prolonged talking stage. Um, but so we had been dating for like six months at this point, And... He was very big into playing video games, which I didn't really care for. Um, but he liked playing the game Among Us. And I was like, okay. okay. Red flag. Red flag off the yeah. bat. <laughs> but so, so he had like been sending me stuff from Switzerland. Like he sent me candy. He sent me like his hoodies. Like, a lot of things, right? And we had some yeah. things back and forth, and it was, like, fine. Romantic. Super romantic. Um, getting a UPS box that's, like, halfway broken. But anyways. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this timeline. Just give me a second. So, I'm back at school. And his, like responses no no no. i had a dream that he cheated on me okay weird right really weird um 
So I was like, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. One day, my so my my roommate, she loved the game Among Us. So she was like, you have to play it with me. Like, you have to. I was like, okay, sure, sure. And so I had told him that I was going to play. And he was like, oh, like, we could, we should all play together. I was like, sure. Yeah, I don't care. And so we create a game or whatever. <laughs> and there's, like, another person playing with him. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So I, I, I asked, like, I was like, oh, who's your friend? Um, and he was like, oh, I, I said, who are you playing with? And he said, oh, it's just a friend. And I was like, just a friend? Like, that you couldn't name? But, so I, like... I don't know if I clicked on the profile and I saw, I found, but somehow I found out that this person's name was Lucy. And so I texted him and I asked him, I was like, who's Lucy, you know? And he would not give me an answer. So he was kind of just like, it's just my friend. And then at another point he said, it's my friend's um, girlfriend. And I was like, so the story mm. keeps changing. Uh, <laughs> but so I at the point so oh I forgot one of the wildest parts of the story was he had two Instagrams. What? That's a red flag if I've ever heard one. He blocked me on one when he met me. His main one. Girl, I'm sorry that you, this, what did you expect here? What do you mean? I didn't know. You you didn't even know you had the, so, oh, you found out later on that he had two. He had two Instagrams, and he had me on one of them. This guy is, this guy is trying to play chess, but is just playing checkers. So, so, I... I looked in his followers because, okay, this, this makes me sound crazy, but it was true. So I wasn't really crazy. I looked in his followers. He didn't follow anybody named Lucy. So he had followed me on TikTok. So I looked at his TikTok followers and I found her profile. And do you want to know what her profile picture was? Oh, I think I can guess, it, but go ahead. It was in his, it was a picture like a mirror selfie of her in a room and I know what his room looks like because we have FaceTimed all the time and that was his room so first of all kind of uh, weird that you make your profile picture a picture you took in somebody else's room yeah doesn't sit right with me she was a weird person well Um, yeah they were playing among us together and that's weird what the fuck all right well This was the one time I played that game, by the way. I never played it ever again. Um, so I went on my... You remember when everybody had, like, Finstas? The yeah. fake Instagram that you just posted shit on? Uh, yeah, I went on mine. To to me. I'm an adult. Uh, yeah, well, you're old. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
so I went online and I didn't realize I was on it, but I looked up his Instagram and I saw the two Instagrams like next to each other. And that I realized that he didn't know that I had a Finsta. So he didn't block me on that one. Oh, yeah. And then so I click on the other profile because I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? There's two Kevins. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have dated a man named Kevin. Sorry, I was about to say his name was Kevin. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to our friend, Kevin. Oh, yeah. You not are, our friend, Kevin. But you are the only from, acceptable Kevin. Where was he from? Switzerland? Sweden? Switzerland. 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 Yeah. I get those countries confused. If he was from, he was from Sweden, he'd probably be hotter. But got his ass. <laughs> got him. Um <laughs> basically I like saw pictures of him and her, like the the whole account was basically him and her. So he had been dating this girl for three years. Whoa! Three years before coming here? Um Yes. Yeah. Yo. Did you send her so a past- hey girly? Did you send oh, her I a did. hey girly? Yes. Yeah. And she blocked me. <gasps> what? So, wait, wait. It gets better. Oh, God. I get a DM in German. No English. It's her friend. Her friend DMs me, do you know a Kevin? In in German. So I'm translating this on Google Translate. And so I sent some... I was like, yeah. Like, I fucking dated him. And so she was like... She was like, do you have proof? So I sent her everything. Like, pictures of us together. Her, did you send messages to her in German? Like, did you use Google Translate? Or did you respond No, no, no. We were we were both we were both using Google Translate. So I, I was sending her things in English. She was sending Got her things you. in German. Yeah. I still have I still have the messages to this day. Um I That's just looked awesome. at them the other day. But yeah, so um he hit me up again last summer. What? Yeah. He said he was like um he asked me he texted me and I, I pulled like the who is this kind of thing. He, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And you gotta hit him with that. So 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 she she Regardless of what I sent to his to her friend, the girlfriend continued to date him. Bizarre, really weird. But she, uh... yo. So, oh yeah. So he was like, he was like, would it refresh your memory if I said a guy from Switzerland? And I was like. Oh, like when I went there, I met a lot of guys from Switzerland. So no, I, I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Switzerland. I've ne- I've, the the furthest I've gone is fucking Canada, Montreal. So he was like, he was like, you were here. Like I should have texted you sooner. And I was like, yeah, like sorry, I don't know who this is. And he was like, would I help you if I said like a guy that you dated from Switzerland? And I was like. Oh, you mean the one that had a girlfriend? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, X, but yeah. <laughs> so they're no longer together. Yeah. So they're no longer together. And he. Do you uh, think it was your prompt? Was you that prompted it? 
Um, do you think they stayed together after you? you no, they did. stayed together. I think they broke up this year. Yo. So this was my sophomore year. I is I. This is three years later now. Almost like two and a half years later, but yeah. So they were together for a very long time. That is. I re- I want to know what broke like the camel's back. You know what I mean. I clearly not having another girlfriend in a different country. Maybe he did it again. He could have done it again. Dude, I don't know. Oh, Dakota Dakota responded to me. No! I said, so I tweeted, because Derek White is apparently at this game. So I said, Bruins, if you fuck this up in front of bald Derek White, I swear to God. And she said, OMG, don't even go there with our boy Derek White watching. Scared-faced basketball emoji. We got this in the bag. Trust me. Bicep curl emoji. (laughs) Hashtag go Bruins. Hashtag don't mess with us. Hashtag winning attitude. (laughs) I love her. She never responds to me when I respond to her. I'll try. I keep responding to her. She doesn't respond to me. Maybe she'll respond to me. She likes me. I said true, Dakota. After you respond to her, she's responded to you? No, I just responded to her. Let's see if she responds. Uh, well, let's get back to some questions. Lauren, that was a riveting story. Thank you for sharing it with everybody. You're welcome. Hope everybody likes that. Hope everybody really enjoyed my storytelling skills, which are zero. We'll get to Philly's question uh, at the end, because that's a longer one. Um, Jordan, our friend, said... I don't foresee the Bruins doing much at the deadline, but who are the teams you expect to be the most active buyers and sellers? Um, I think the Flames are still shopping some players. I think the Flyers are still looking to add that missing piece that will, you know, get them over the edge. Um, The Devils, I think. The Devils, I think the Hurricanes are going to be buyers. I hear that there are a bunch of scouts at this game, uh, including Carolina, Vegas. Who else did they see? Uh, So, yeah, Dallas, Carolina, Rangers, Habs, Islanders, Devils, Minnesota Wild, Toronto, Knights, Wings, Sharks, Nashville, and Vancouver are all um, have scouts at the game, at this game, the, the Bruins cracking game. Um, how how fun of a job must that be? So fun! Are you kidding me? Just to get to go to game. I mean, I'm sure you gotta you know pay attention to things, but I also have never understood that like benefit of going to the game instead of just they watching can't... it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? What are you are you watching their like benchside manner? Like, I don't like, know. Me? I don't know. If somebody has a reason for that, I'd love to hear it. Because um, I, I, I you, genuinely uh, never understood that. Father Kachuk was at a UNH game. Oh. And that, that, yeah. I, I heard, yeah, he was uh, scouting for somebody. And um, I just heard over my, my walkie-talkie. Uh, so, uh, the Kachuk father's here. <laughs> babe. Hey, babe. Babe. You told this story on this podcast while you were drunk. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't. If I don't remember it, it never happened. 
I don't think that's how that works. It is how it works for me. <laughs> I've never had a concussion. <laughs> I did. Um, you That was not your concussion, though. That was drunk. Um, drunk Lauren didn't know what was going on. You don't remember okay, anything. I don't remember from that being episode. drunk, and I don't remember having any concussions. So they never happened. Oh, God. Yeah. Same. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I think a lot of these teams that you'll see as buyers are the ones that we see closer to the top. Um, but then again, also teams that are rebuilding, I think, like the Sharks are looking for a piece that would help them and looking to get rid of some that they feel are a little bit older and a little less likely to help them in the long run, um, like Anthony Duclair. Uh, Bruins, even when they're not on the penalty kill, look like they're on the penalty kill because of how much they suck. Um, Lauren, what are your thoughts? Uh, and I and I forget who I was talking to about this, but I saw a lot of discourse about it on Twitter. With regards to the Bruins, do you think they should look at changing up their shootout uh, players? Because they've pretty consistently, for the past, you know, couple years, gone with Coyle, um, DeBrusque, and Pasta, who I think statistically are their best shooters. Um... What do you think? But they but they have not had success in recent games, and the Bruins continuously choose to go to a shootout. So, hell, they might do okay, it. Well, sh- shootouts are, sco- are stupid. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I I don't know who else you put in as your top three though. Hmm. I mean, you can if if. if... If anything, I'd probably take out DeBrusque for. I was gonna say DeBrusque is the one that DeBrusque is the one that I would take out. Um, yeah, I don't. I I want to see Trent Frederick have a shot. I feel like that could be fun. And you know what? Well, if we lose, at least it was fun, right? Yeah. Um, um. Well, other questions. What do the Blue Jackets do going forward from Beck's ITT Bruins? Um, let's do the Blue. I don't know. Hope that someone good takes over. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the... But, like, I just see the pieces all being there and it's not working, so I don't understand. Like, I'm just not... It's not clicking for me how you have an entire roster of young guys with so much talent. You have Kent, yeah, great Sean. You have Kent Johnson, Adam Fantilli. Obviously, he's hurt right now. Um, even Nick Blankenberg. Um, I'm just naming people who went to Michigan. Uh, not my fault. They all happen to be on this team. Um, I don't know. I mean, are they lacking? You know, no no hate to Boone Jenner. Are they lacking leadership? Are they lacking... 
But but leadership can also be your coaches too. This is true. So I mean, and with everything that happened earlier in the season, like it wouldn't surprise me if that threw them off and has stuck with them and I don't know. Um I think it's the same thing where you need to you need guys that wanna be there too. I don't know if they all wanna be. Um, but that also can be drawn up to leadership as well. So I think yeah. a lot of these young these younger teams are gonna have a leadership issue. I think it's very similar with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um where you have a lot of really talented players, but nobody's there to like put it all together, put all the pieces together. So I agree, but we'll see what happens. Somebody named Clayton asked us to talk about the Bruins and why the NHL Bruins aren't normal and uh, and let us watch hockey on Hulu Live. So why the NHL doesn't let us watch hockey on Hulu Live. That's a good question. I hate the NHL's business model. It sucks dick. Sucks dick and balls. Um, You make me pay for ESPN Plus and then you black out the games that are on the channel that you own. That is stupid. Don't have a channel. You're not popular enough to have a channel that nobody gets, you know? (laughs) I'm not buying the extra sports package to get NHL Network, which is just occasionally a hockey game and a bunch of other stuff that I don't care about. (sighs) Big yawn. I do feel, like, exceptionally tired right now. (laughs) Yeah, I am sleepy. Well, we only have a couple more questions. We don't have to... It doesn't have to be a long epi. Um, Jimbo asked, are robots who fix other robots considered doctors or engineers? Oh. I think they're considered engineers. Engineers. Well, I don't... I think they're considered... I think they're robots. They're not... You know, I think an engineer and a doctor is an inherently human job. They're robot engineers. They are robot engineers, yeah. Or they, they could be robot doctors. You know, they are doctors for other robots, and they just happen to be robots. Just wait, I'm going to graduate with this degree, and then all of a sudden they're not going to need me anymore? Uh, that is a fear that a lot of people have. <laughs> if you oh, want well. a robot checking your eyes, be my guest. Be yeah, my see what- Yes. See what happens. Do eye doctors recommend against LASIK? I've heard um, some bad stories about it. I... It... Once again, money talks. So it depends on how... It depends if... I feel like a lot of people will recommend it when they see it done. Um, but if you haven't seen it done, because it, it's not insanely common to work at a place that also does LASIK as just an optometrist. You'd have to work in like an MD's office. Um, for So like an ophthalmologist. I am scared of it myself. So I don't say that I wouldn't recommend it, but I think I wouldn't do it because I'm too scared of something going into my own eye. Um, yeah. 
but that's just me i mean like i know people who have done it like there are people in my in my class who have done it and they see perfectly fine and they have no side effects and so i think it's just about your comfort level um and how straining like getting contacts or glasses are because i mean like some people who have really high prescriptions like could really benefit from it so yeah i mean my mom did it um like a long time ago now 11 or 12 years mm-hmm. ago and now she she needs glass again but i think that that's a pretty common thing that yeah kind of wears off yeah it, it's not forever um but that said uh robots doctors engineers um can a player's jersey number be kiki or booba i still don't get it but i'm curious no it cannot non-physical things can't be kiki or booba it's strictly a descriptor i honestly think it's even just a descriptor for men most of the time because women are i disagree women have I, many I, more I, I think it, I think a number can be Kiki or Booba. You and are. I'm going to go ahead and say that number one is Booba, number six is Booba, number 30 is Kiki, um, just naming numbers. 40 is Booba, um, 71 is Kiki, and 111 is Kiki. You're welcome. Whose number would be 111? It's just a number. Okay, well... Clearly, Lauren doesn't get it either, Jim. So <laughs> that's where we're at, I guess. I never, I never claim to understand. I just claim to say words, and you say them. You just be Thank saying you. stuff. Yeah, just be saying um, shit. So our friend Philly, who was suspended uh, from his regular <laughs> Twitter account, which is hilarious. Uh, it doesn't just never gets better than that. Um, asked us to give midseason awards, which I think that we should do. Um, I honestly think I should just go down the list of what the awards are, uh, and we can go from there. Um, let's start what I think is an e- is a the lower tier. Not that it's like not a significant award, but a little bit easier to discuss. Um, which is the Calder Trophy, which for those of you who do not know, goes to the um, best rookie uh, in the NHL. Lauren, who do you think deserves the Calder? I think, so I know we're talking about midseason predictions, um, but I think my truthful, honest opinion will be I need to see the next two weeks of Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, to be fair, Connor Bedard is still uh, the rookie points leader despite being out for all this time. I mean, that's saying yeah. something. Um, I agree. I mean, I would be remiss if I did not bring up Brock Faber and Ridley Gregg. Yeah. Um, two very successful players. Interesting because I think it begs the question of, you know, Brock Faber, I think, has been able to Succeeded a lot in large part because the Wild are significantly better than the Sens and the Blackhawks. Um, so I am interested to see how they, how that sort of plays out. You know, if 
that's is does that matter in the same way when we talk about any award how important is success of your team uh in getting it you know are they gonna be like well brock favor has been able to help his team a lot more because they don't suck ass um, and they might even make the playoffs um so i don't know but those those i think are the three names that are floated around the most um and i think are the correct names to be floating around in my opinion all right let's keep it let's keep it out of the skaters or go out of the skaters because i guess they're skaters and go to vesna lauren um i will have to say hellbuck yeah, I, I think that's the right answer. I it sucks because like, you know, as a homer, I want to look at Jeremy Swayman and be like, oh my god, he's doing so well. Um, but there really is no comparison to Hellebuck and how well he is playing. Uh yeah, I mean and how he's I agree. he's he's still like I've I've said before, he drags his team through the mud. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's and, just and so good. I mean, and I think we'll talk about it in a minute. I mean, I think he's even making a case to win the heart. Um, yeah, with his success and what he's been able to bring to them. So I agree. I mean, I think that's the obvious answer. Obviously, you're right. As a homer, I want to talk about Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman. Um, other names that, you know, I think are reasonable, Thatcher Demko, Markstrom even. Um, some people would say Joey Decord. Uh, a lot of good. Uh, Connor Ingram for the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of good goalies this year. Uh, it's been cool to watch. Obviously, we have the goalie appreciator on this pod. And it's Who? me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go to... How about... Who do you think deserves the Norris Trophy for the best defenseman? For those of you who don't know. Um, And can we please make it... The actual Norris Trophy again, instead of the fucking who, whichever defenseman has the most points. Although it could be that. I mean, yeah, I I feel like as like as as long as they're good at what their job actually is, like the scoring should just be a bonus to that award, and not just like a you score a lot. Here's an award. Um. But I'm gonna go with uh, Quinn Hughes, per usual. Yeah, that's always gonna be my. If he if he's outstanding, he's outstanding, and I think, not that this plays into the award at all, um, but him coming in as a young captain and yeah, you know, propelling that team so well, I just think that he's very deserving of something. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Um... And I, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, that's a good, and and I agree that, that Quinn Hughes winning the Norris would help me immensely in my forever feud with the Norris trophy, because I think that Quinn Hughes is a phenomenal actual defenseman, unlike Eric Carlson. But that said, I mean, he also is a good offensive player. And so I think that obviously he is one of the leaders of defenseman in points, if not the leader, I don't remember um and that to me is the best of both worlds which is that both you can be a successful defenseman and score a lot of points 
uh, unlike Eric Carlson, who can only do one of those things. Uh, and his team still sucks. <laughs> Always. Uh, so, sorry, it's just the shit on Eric Carlson. What else is new for Grace? All right. How about the Selkie Trophy? Gone are the days of Patrice Bergeron winning. And now we arrive at a new era. Who do you believe deserves the Selkie Trophy? Nobody. Well, yeah, that's fair. Not until you rename it the Bergeron Trophy. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I think the Selkie is probably going to be the hardest one for me to pick. I think that after you have someone who dominated the category for so long, it's just like, oh, these other guys exist. Like, we have to give it to someone else now. Um, it's true. So, I'm not really sure at this point. I I think probably uh, Sam Reinhardt of the Florida Panthers is yeah. probably going to win it and deserves to win it. I didn't realize until I was looking this up earlier about the just all the criteria that you actually have to in order to win the Selkie, you also have to play receive like you have to play a certain amount on the penalty kill um mm. and like have to play a certain amount anyway it, it's it's interesting i didn't know there were all these other requirements but i think that it makes sense so reinhardt maybe for me um barkov maybe i can only think of florida panther players no uh, um, yeah I was, I was thinking of barkov too but suzuki if they didn't suck so much, yeah. you'd probably be better. Yeah, I feel like maybe not this year. Um, yeah, maybe in the future. Um, well, then let's go to the Hart Trophy. This is another hard one because I always want to give it to a goalie. Okay, well, it's probably not going to go to a goalie. <laughs> It should go to a goalie. I think I think the goalie is the most important part of your team. And you want to know who's showing that? Connor Hellebuck. Um, yeah. You want to know who else is showing that? Mm. Unfortunately, maybe not last week, Thatcher Demko. True. Um, True that. And... <laughs> I was just looking at the stats and I saw Aiden Hill is number one in GA. Haha. So he's also played. He's also played like twenty games though. So then again, Sway's played twenty nine. Well, I would say. Do you have an actual answer for this one? Oh, those were my actual answers. Okay. You. Do you have a prediction then that is a little more grounded in reality? No, those are my predictions. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, Lauren doesn't know ball. Uh, I do, fortunately. That's how we keep this podcast going. Um, Connor McDavid, obviously. Kucherov. Who else can I throw in there? Matthews. Quinn Posternock. Hughes, if you want to be edgy. David Posternock. Um. 
Yeah, and and Hellebuck, I think, is deserves to be in the conversation as well. Uh, Richard is everywhere on the ice. Um, well, so those are our midseason awards and our predictions because we're smart. We're going to be wrong on all of them, probably. Except for I the Quinn Hughes so. one. I think he's a lock. Fun. I think he's a lock for the Norris, nearly. Um, Lauren, we can wrap up early today. You all don't need to hear us drone about unimportant things, and Lauren and I are tired. We are sleepy. We are EP. I was really tired. Well, Lauren, any parting thoughts? It's not optional. You have to give parting thoughts. I'm um, trying to think of something that I've learned recently. Uh, enjoy the color blue because at some point in your life, you won't be able to see it as much. What? Yep. Why? Um, so, uh, as you get older, your lens behind your eye starts absorbing, uh, the, the S-cones, and S-cones are blue color, Crack blue light. Just scored on the three-on-one. Nice. Leave it to the birds, let up a three-on-one. Um, yeah. so yeah, enjoy the color blue. That's my favorite color, so I'm gonna be really upset when I'm older. Yeah, that was really upsetting. Who just ate shit? Was that Brandon Carlo? Somebody ate shit and lost control of the puck. And le- that's what led to the three-on-one. It was a great shot by Tolvin. It was Carlo. Wow, he literally just stripped on his ass. That is so embarrassing. Happens. Happens to the best of us. He's upset. Obviously. Yeah. Um. All right. He looks like he's going to cry. Um, Matt hurt his butt. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of padding. No. It hurts. Yeah. Trust. Don't wear skates and play hockey if you don't want to hurt your ass. I've hurt my ass a lot. Well, all right. Well, with this enlightening conversation about the color blue and asses, I bid you all a wonderful week. I hope that you do something wonderful. I hope you all had a good Valentine's Day. Um, And we will see you next week for more fun and entertainment. Try not to miss us too much. You will.